Broadcasting live from the R&R Studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the premier destination for an inside look into the Las Vegas Raiders. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. Presented by Tequila Embajador. That's right. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. Raider Nation Radio 920 AM brought to you by Tequila Embajador. Lincoln Kennedy normally... Normally, there's the 24-hour rule where <laughs> you get it out of your system, uh, win or lose, and that's that. And we're now creeping into almost 48-hour uh, time frame since the Raiders lost to the Washington football team. But this is the first time we're getting a chance to talk to you after what happened at Allegiant Stadium on right. Sunday. So we're going to extend the 24-hour rule just a little bit and get into what we saw at Allegiant Stadium. I want your thoughts, Lincoln Kennedy. First of all, thank you for being here. Uh, good to see you, my friend. Vinny, Dees, good to see you both. Glad to be here. You know things resonate with me. They they kind of harbor and stick around. I know you're supposed to forget, right? but I don't forget easy. An elephant never forgets. Um, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, you, you know, it's it's worth mentioning because I've had a couple Twitter conversations with some Raider faithful over the last couple of days. Um, I walked out of the Legion Stadium back to my car to get on a plane to go grab my stuff for the Hall of Fame dinner tonight and then uh, that's going on here over at Aria. So I had to come back to Vegas. But uh, the thing is, is that you know, I'm at a point where I've – I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Even though, you, even though you talk about dancing fairies this time of year and all that other stuff, and 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 sugar cookies and sweets and nicies, there's nothing nice about it. This team is not good. Ooh, and I'm going to call it like it is. This team is not good. This team is too inconsistent, and and it's disappointing because you allow teams that aren't good beat you, and they've done that repeatedly this year. They played down to a level of competition. That has made them look awful. And then you've got people on social media who want to complain that the seats are empty and they should have been back in Oakland. That has nothing to do with it. Zero. Nothing to do with it. It's not about that. Yeah, the seats the seat should be full. However, when you're telling people, when you're when you're showing that type of product, you're showing that product at home, who would want to pay their money? Hell, I get paid to watch them. And sometimes I don't want to take a check. <laughs> Wearing a mask. I don't want it. I mean, just, you know, it, it, so. I'm, Get it out, Lincoln. No, I, I, you know, you know, the frustration stems because we are in the same downward spiral that we've seen over the last couple of years. And something has to give. You can't keep doing. What, what, what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again. And expecting, and expecting different results. You can't continue to start fast, then dwindle. And Q, some, you know, Q brought up a great point on the show earlier. Because he, he said he wanted to ask me to get my take on it. And I realized it and after Q made the comment. When it talks about knowing how to play in November, December. Well, to be honest, if you look at this roster, how much success have the members of this roster had in a professional game playing in and winning in November and December? Zero. And in a professional team, I mean, not it, the college teams, not talking about where they came from. Where they? This is different. This isn't Alabama, okay? You, you, you're not seeing Nick Saban over there. This isn't you know Clemson. This isn't Ohio State. I'm talking about on a pro level. When you look at this roster, even the guys that were getting free agency, you know, Yannick Ngakwe came from Maryland. 
You know, how much postseason success have they had? How much postseason success has he had in his career? How much postseason work have they have they pushed themselves for? Probably not much. Well, if you're if you're asking that question, uh, I'll, I'll give you some answers, but it's not enough. The, the a it's not enough because Corey Littleton went to a Super Bowl. Deshaun Jackson's had success. You know, uh, at this time of year, you just mentioned Nick Ngakwe. He was on a team that went to the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago. But uh, uh, KJ Wright, uh, I think he won a Super Bowl. But at the same point, but, but how many of these it. guys are standing up? See. Most of the guys you named are first-year players. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm for I'm the compl- team. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. actually, and I hear, I hear what you're saying. We're, we're, we're speaking the same but language. I, but, here. but, but it's it, when you here. Here's the thing: when you have a first-year player who's coming new to a team, a lot of times he's trying to feel his way around. The green banana, as Derek Carr you know would what I mean? say. Yeah, you know he's trying to feel his way around. I'm not trying to, you know, step on anybody's toes. I'm not going to come right. over and take over. Let's let, let's call it for what it is. Everyone looks to Derek Carr as being a leader, and yes. he's been a, he's been a good leader. He's been an inconsistent player, but he's been a good leader. Right. I just had to get that dig in. Anyways, <laughs> um, and, and now you you talk about who are the other leaders? You know, there once upon a time we used to police ourselves. So, for example, when I was a captain, I took care of the offensive line. I took care of the defense as well, talking about, you know, getting them motivated. But you led by example. Right. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And when, we, when we've when seen this team, the, the, especially a quarterback, the inconsistency play at the quarterback position, especially last week, was really disappointing because I thought coming off the Dallas game, he would have been as high as a kite. I did too. I also thought the offensive line was going to be as high as a kite, but they played like, you know. Crap. Right. Call it like you call it like it is. Right? And, 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 I mean, and, they, they had look. They 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 shot out. They fired out at times when there was pass sets. They got beat by a bunch of nobodies. Right. There was there was all sorts of mental errors along that offensive oh, line. Exactly right. And and that's disappointing to see in week twelve, Lincoln. And um, I'm gonna uh, and I'm with you. Derek Carr has been inconsistent. The whole offense has been inconsistent, without a doubt. I'm gonna read off some sobering numbers. You ready for this? And it all starts at the start. They cannot get out of their own way to start games, Lincoln Kennedy. I'm going to tell you why, or not why. I'm going to tell you what the what the what the numbers are, and then we're going to try to figure out why. Although nobody's been able to come up with a valid uh, explanation, let alone a solution. Uh, and here we go. The Raiders are averaging the 18th fewest first quarter points in the NFL. They are averaging 3.5 points in the first quarter this year. To put that in perspective, they're averaging 6 in the second quarter, 6.5 in the third quarter, 5.6 in the fourth quarter. The Raiders, Lincoln Kennedy, have been outscored 72-42 to in the first quarter this year. Their 24 first quarter first downs are their fewest of any quarter. To put that in perspective, they've got 43 first downs in the second quarter, Lincoln, 36 in the third and 45 in the fourth. Derek Carr... His quarterback rating in the first quarter this year is 83.9. You want some perspective on that? In the second quarter, it's 100.5. In the third quarter, it's 106.9. In the third quarter, it's 93.4. What in the world, Lincoln Kennedy, is going on to start football games this year for the Ra- Even in their wins, some of them. A couple of them that come right to mind, the Miami Dolphins and uh, the B- B- Buffalo or uh, Baltimore Ravens, they, they fell into 14-0 holes right. to start. What's going on in the first quarter? Because I think that has set the tone for almost everything. The answer to what's going on is absolutely nothing. <laughs> well, say we it, we know? know that. Yeah, the, I mean, that, that's the answer. The, the thing is, is that, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reluctant to put this out there because I know how people are going to take it. But let me first explain myself. There are plays, there are times where you have to make plays as a player to motivate your teammates. 
right. to create some momentum. It could be, you know, you know, pulling around the horn on the, on a sweep, taking out that linebacker, having a big run. Like the Washington football team, their very first run at scrimmage, twenty-two was yards, yards. exactly. You know, that, that's for that that's whole exactly right. See that, that, and that's what you're talking about. So let's put it in perspective. It, it is fair to say, and I know you will agree with me, the Raiders are not a good running football team. They're a terrible running team. Okay, so terrible. What is their strength? Passing the ball, right? If, I know where you're strength, going with this. If there's it a is, strength, it, okay? that is the strength. So, with that being said, and being understanding, the coaching staff, especially on the offensive side, needs to understand that they need to create opportunities for you to create momentum moving down the field. Coaches coach, players play. And it's up to the players to go out there and, and, and execute. Right. If your offensive line is struggling with five and seven step drops, then you do three step drops. Yep. You call tunnel screens. You call you call draws. You call things like that. If your offensive line is struggling with three step drops and you think you, could, you got max protection, then you're going to have to take a couple shots downfield. Right. There were missed opportunities in that Washington game. There, there were missed opportunities down the field. Yes. And it's exactly what I did not think was going to happen after what we saw in Dallas. Now, I know coming out, you hit the big play in Dallas to Deshaun Jackson. It created the momentum totally that they were able to ride. And the defense has been playing its tail the way it needs to, to get off the field at time, give opportunities. But... Just like I told you, just like we talked about the week before, you know, I said the Raiders are going to have an issue with their tall tight end, Logan Thomas. You got to find a way. So you got to be able to correct these mistakes because what what you do, what you put on the film that hurts you, people are going to do too. Of course. And so we've seen that time and time again. So we've got to make adjustments. You got to find something that works for you, especially going forward. Because Logan Thomas, before he broke his ankle or whatever happened to him, you know, he was having a big day. There was not an answer for him. He scored the first touchdown on the first drive by missed coverage. You cannot have miscommunications when you're in a red zone like that. Right. And to the defense credit, that was the first that was the only points they gave up until the fourth quarter. They, right. they the defense gave the offense plenty, plenty of, of opportunities to get back into it, to take a lead, the whole nine yards. Um it, and it and it and it just it just didn't happen. All right, let's get back to the running game. You're right. It's been terrible this year. I don't know how you can win games. Without a run game, I you know it, it. I getting off to fast starts. I think part of that is this offensive line can't impose its will, can't dictate terms, can't not consistently. Not there have been consist- times. There have yes, been times where I've seen them do it well, but inconsistency, and that's what's that's what's so frustrating. Frustrating because now we're in December, where you should have a pattern that you can do well. You watched that game last night on Monday night. How many times did the Patriots run the football? Uh, over thirty. I mean, I mean, I think Might they threw. I think they threw three, like four three. or five times or something like three times. Three times they threw the ball three times, right. and all they did was run the ball. And the Buffalo Bills got so frustrated that they stacked the box. They had nine in the box, and they still couldn't stop. Them. Why? Why? Because you had effective blockers who wanted exactly. to steal away, play with confidence. My thing is this: is that you have got, and this is what's so disturbing about this team, especially at this point. There's really no reason why you should not have confidence in what you do. There's really no reason why you cannot do your job more effectively. I'm not saying you got to crack it for four or five yards every time, but there's got to be when you're blocking for a run play. Everybody has got to be on the same page. They got to know where to go. They got to know who to hit. They got to know how to do it, and they got to be able to move. This team isn't there. Well, I mean, uh, Josh Jacobs even admitted that. You know, he he was talking about, you know, he's he's kind of pissed off about how it starts and the lack of swagger and uh, taking way too long to get into who they are. But he even said, "But hey, man, 
I ran the wrong way three different times. That can't happen. I know. That's exactly. That's my point. That can't happen. You can't have those types of mental errors and then come back and say, oh, man, Not, it's on me. It's on me. Oh, right. my, bad. my bad. My bad. My bad. The my no, bad no, no. guy. The my no. bad guy. This is, this, you, the, I, I'm so sick of hearing my bad. My When is it? We're, we're in, what, 13 games? 12 games? So when is it When is going to be your bad? Sit your ass down. Right. Now and and uh, I'm gonna. Yesterday there was we had a whole day of you know it, it always comes down to the quarterback and look if the Raiders want to move on um, you know uh, after this season go in a different direction that's a conversation to have after this season. Uh, anyone that thinks that hey it, it might be a good time right now to bench Derek Carr for Mark no he gives you the best chance to win right now. I don't necessarily agree with that. You, so, I don't agree with that. All right. I don't agree with that. I, I think that I, here's here's my thing. If coaches' jobs are on the line, I think you need to pull out all stops. You need to try something because what you're doing is not working. I'm not saying Derek Carr is not a good quarterback, but you've had eight years and you're still seeing the same thing. I'm not saying it's all his fault. It's not, but okay? I, I agree with you. But but you've got it. You you know you've got to see what you have. Don't. You you look at the Washington football team, and Taylor Heineke is an undrafted free agent. That came in and you watched the way he played. Mm-hmm. He motivated that team with this play. He there does. were so many throws that were high errors and stuff like that that could have cost him. But they still found a way to win based on his play. So my thing is this. What what harm would it do to just start Mariota? What mm-hmm. harm would it do? What 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 message would it send? You're trying to win? See what you have in a cabinet. If anything, you put him on film to create trade value. If well, you're he's, going to he's, see, he's at the, his contract is out after this year. Okay, but I'm saying, do you well then then even more you want to get something for him before he goes to the free agents market, right? No, I mean, you, it, it, there's no trade or anything like well, that. Well, I mean, if you decide to sign him to a smaller deal because he's not getting a lot of interest yeah, or that, whatever, the, you see what I'm saying? That's that, that's I, the yeah, and strategy. I, I understand that, and that might happen if they're mathematically out of it. But right. I, I just think at this, and I'm not, I'm, I'm with you. At the end of the year, I think the Raiders do need to reassess everything and that includes the cornerback the coach the everything because that's just what you do anyway but this year maybe more than most because the guy that was the you know football fa- the face of this football uh, operation the head of this football operation is no longer here so all bets are off at this point in terms of you know from from top to bottom really um but i i just think and my argument is for the next five games, I think Derek Carr, and I think the, the coaches feel this way, or else they would do what you're saying. If they felt Marcus Mariota gives them a better chance than Derek Carr to win the, the, you know, uh, the, uh, more of the next five games, then they would make that move. I just don't think they believe that, and I don't believe that either. Well, But I think you should use them more. Well, I mean, use them more. I don't know. I mean, yes, you use them more, but don't just use them in certain situations. I mean, you, you know, like uh, or for uh, short yardage situations. Yeah, use them more. You got to create something. You got to start something. And you have this team has no momentum for everything they gained on Thursday against the Dallas gave Cowboys. Right they gave it right back right away. Back. And now they're at five hundred again with five games remaining, and and you've got the entire AFC that you, that's looking at you. Not only are you going into hostile territory this week against the Chiefs, you still have to go back to Indianapolis. Ooh, oh, look, Jonathan Taylor's starting to play well. Carson Wentz starting to play well. They're getting they're getting hot at the right time. And you got the Cleveland Browns, notable defense. Offense is still struggling a little bit, but they can still be dangerous because they've hung in there with, with games. The Chargers. Uh, the Chargers, you still the got. So, I mean, the Broncos. I mean, you've got all of this in front of you. And you've got absolutely no momentum. You are stagnant right now after 12 games. They've won one of their last five games. 
And that's pathetic. Right. Given the talent on this team, that's absolutely pathetic. And that's why I'm saying you got to try something because coaches' jobs are on the line. Players, uh, their 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 mental frustration to start to wane. I don't know who in that locker room is going to lift these guys up, who the rah-rah guys are. But when you're a rah-rah guy, you better make sure you take your ass on that football field and go out there and execute. Well, that's the, I mean, rah-rah, all of that, which I, which I totally agree with, uh, agree with you. I just, I don't understand the slow starts and, and, and maybe part of it is, you know, look, you mentioned the Patriots yesterday, everybody in that stadium, everybody that was watching on TV after maybe the first 10 plays of the game understood exactly what the new England Patriots were going to do and continued to do over and over and over again. It didn't matter. They had the physical wherewithal to dominate the game up front. And if we're looking at a bigger picture of all this, uh, and and that bigger picture will include, I, I believe, uh, a total reassessment of, of everything, including the quarterback. But to me, Lincoln, none of the, this thing isn't going to move forward in, in, in the right direction with the expediency, with with, with the uh, you know as fast as it needs to, until they get the offensive line squared away. Vinny, physical is mental. If 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 I'm looking across the line and I see Demond. And I'm looking at him with 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 a with an eye set. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you achieved. We are running this ball right here, and I'm pushing your ass out of the way. That's mental. Uh, yes, that's mental. That's sheer determination. Okay, that's what they should have. There's really no reason for it. We're not making any more excuses. I've seen Alex Leatherwood throw guys down. I saw him pile drive the 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 damn defensive tackle Sunday against Washington football team. They need to do that all the time because he's that type of road grader. They need the same thing out of Andre James, but they also need the same thing out of Brandon Parker. They need it at the same time. You know, the, 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 as much as I love Foster Moreau, he's not a good blocker. Well, you, so you saw that they were bringing in a third they're tackle. Bringing in, they're bringing in Harris Barton to, to help to help out, and that's, that's absolutely necessary. You might need to do that more, yeah. run that type of jumbo package. Especially with Darren Waller exactly, out. Exactly, with Darren Waller out because you're limited. But you saw, you saw in that Washington game, how the Washington football team took just like what the Giants did and other teams have did. They're going to play too deep. They're not going to worry. They're not going to worry about Darren Waller because he's not in the game, and they're going to tempt you that's to throw down fields. Exactly and, what and, happened. And, but here's the thing: you can't. That's not a good excuse because the a Raiders had success. What? Well, I mean, you got to still th- throw down the field. If they're playing cover two, you throw cover two beaters. You you switch up. You have one. You have your your outside receiver run a deep corner route. You have your running back run a flare route. That corner has to make a decision, and before that safety is able to get in the spot, you're throwing it to your receiver. You're testing downfield. You're taking advantage of downfield. There are cover two beaters in everyone's offense, and that's just a simple one, you know. But you you have to understand that not only from a quarterback standpoint, not only from a coach's standpoint, but I know they see it. I love Johnny Morton. Johnny Morton's upstairs next to me in the booth, and he's calling plays. I know he sees the same thing, but it's got to be up to execute. And there were many, many missed throws. Yeah, there were. It was not a good day for the quarterback. It was not a good day for for anybody. And it's just really frustrating uh, for Raider Nation and for everybody in that building because figuring out why it goes from one game to the next is, you know, it's 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 beyond ridiculous. Yes, and. The starts in the first quarter, even in their wins, it just it doesn't make any sense, and it's not because they show you that they, they they can do that in the second half or whatever. The, the second, the second, quarter, second the third quarter. quarter, yeah, they show you that they're capable of it. 
What, what's up with the slow start? Is that is that a motivation thing? I don't know, but we're going to hear from a couple of players on their thoughts on it when we come back here in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. Brought to you by Tequila and Bajador Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m. on a Tuesday. Interact with the show. Text Vinny and Lincoln on the Sam and Ash text line at 69187 or tweet them at Vinny Bonsignor and at LKennedy72. This is In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. You're very frustrating. Um, field goals, they're not going to win you games. You've know, you got to get touchdowns, um, especially the teams that we have coming up playing. Um, we're going to need touchdowns in, uh, in order to in order to win those games. So, uh, very frustrating, uh, especially with how close some of those plays were. That was Derek Carr talking about uh, the margin for error, which, you know, in his estimation, uh, they were inches away from making plays. But you know what? you got to make the play. Uh, as, as Rich Passaccia said after the game, you got to figure out ways to make plays when you're under duress. got to figure out ways to make plays when you're covered. Got to figure out ways to win battles, um, you know, uh, one-on-one battles as a tackler, as a blocker, everything. You also have to do what you're supposed to do, Lincoln. No doubt. No doubt. And when you hear Josh Jacobs, I know I I love the honesty, but, you know, three times where you run the wrong direction, you can't have that. can't have that. It's and, inexcusable. And I, I don't think it's exclusive to him no, right no, now. No, no, it's not. It's not. There have been plenty of mental errors and on, on all parts of that game, you know, last week. Uh, and, and it's unfortunate because, again, until you stop it, people are going to do it. Right. And, and, and the Chargers ran the exact play, same play that Logan Thomas scored on in the back of the end zone. The exact same play. They did it with their tight end, and they scored the opening drive touchdown. So it's not like we, this is all brand new. This, these are things that these guys have seen if they study film, and they should be aware of it. And, and you can't have a blown assignment. I mean, Logan Thomas is wide open in the back of the end zone. That can't happen. Lincoln, what do you think? Um, what do you think the the uh, impression is of the Raiders in other locker rooms? Beatable, soft, inconsistent. I mean, they, they, respect. I mean, but there's no respect. Why would you respect this team? That's what I'm saying. Why would you respect this team? I mean, look, and I'm a Raider through and through. Don't get me wrong. But why would you respect this team? You're seeing the same thing you've seen over the last couple of years. And if, Nothing you don't, change. and if you don't think that, I know you know it's true because you've been in an NFL locker room. But just I remember when I would cover the like the Clippers, right? Mm-hmm. Remember they always something would always happen, even when they were yeah. good, yeah, right. And and they would trade for players, and I would always talk to the new player. Hey, what was the what was the thought of the Clippers in the locker room? Punch them in the gut, and they're gonna quit. <laughs> Not quit, but you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like I mean, Paul, did Paul George make a comment last playoffs when they lost the playoff series? Like, well, I think it was in the bubble. Like, we didn't we didn't really expect a winner. We didn't want to right. move on or something. I mean, who says that? Right, <laughs> right, and 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 other teams understand that absolutely. So they they come in here saying, well, "What do we have to fear?" Exactly. They're going to beat themselves yes. a lot of the time. Going out to the Raider Nation listener line. Passionate Raider is on the line. How you doing, Passionate? What's up, Benny? Hey, Lincoln. What's up, What's my man? What's happening, man? Man, I feel it, man. I feel it, man. I've been waiting since Sunday for this night. And I almost <laughs> fell asleep, and I rolled over and told my wife. I said, hold up. Lincoln's on tonight. I'm not missing this because I want to hear it live. But you know what, Lincoln? The same thing I just said to your co-partner right there, man. And, you know, Vinny, I respect you. For, for what you do, your job and whatnot. But, man, I do disagree with so many things that you say, and you make me so mad that sometimes I just want to reach to the phone and just, rah, 
I'm not benching Derek Carr right now. Hold on. Let me finish, man. Let me get I got to get this out tonight. Go man. for it. Go ahead, man. But but it's because it's just like, you, bro, you've got the chance. Like Lincoln said, I work for the team. I don't even want to take a paycheck. Bro, accountability has to be held. Lincoln said, I'm laying here thinking of my bed, rolling through Twitter, thinking the same things I'm reading about Jacobs again. And my same thought went through my mind exactly what Lincoln said. This team is a joke. It's a joke, man. There is so much jokingness going on that it's it's not even funny no more. And you know, and, and people just don't realize that when you've loved something or you've been a part of something and you've wanted nothing but good for something for so long and, and and they get it, they tease you, they take it, and the same stuff just like every a couple weeks ago I said the thing about insanity. Being a Raiders fan, you have you become insane, man. Because you just can't figure it out. But you, you, you think this, you know, what has Derek Carr done to not get benched? Uh, okay, stop right there. Then then bench Brandon Parker, bench Alex Leatherwood, bench Andre J. You know what? The, you don't all have those anyone guys, else to go to. Hold though. on a second. All of those guys grayed out way worse. The, like, they're not doing their job at the level that Derek Carr is doing his job. So if you want to start talking about who needs to be held accountable, let's talk about who needs to be held accountable. You're going to tr- – you're gonna because they're not performing at his level. I can guarantee you that. Brandon Parker is not playing at Derek Carr's level. Alex Leatherwood's not playing at uh, Derek Carr's level. Josh Jacobs is not playing at Derek Carr's level. You want to start talking about accountability? Where are you stopping on this? You just want to put it on his lap? Oh, let's put Marcus Mariota in there. Why? He can't, There's no guarantee that even he could play at Derek Carr's level, which is a, actually a pretty darn high level relative to his colleagues in the NFL. So where are you going to stop on the accountability uh, factor? And who are you? who else are you going to replace? Passion. If you want to talk about accountability, what are we? What are we? Where? Where? Where else? Well, let me let me just say this, okay? Um, because I'm trying to bring up the stuff I was looking at earlier about when you talk about stats. I mean, when you talk about the, I'm talking about everyone. I I I think you you I need agree. To, you need to find what Nick Martin can do uh, out there on the field. I mean, and it might be a little late because this part of the season, you know, how guys are grading out. But at the same point, when it comes to the offensive line, you're you're limited. You're thin there. I wouldn't mind seeing what Jermaine Illuminor could do. I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, you, we've seen Leatherwood out there. I, I'm not saying who's better or anything. I don't know that. That's up to the offensive line coach Cable. But at the same point, I'm from the mindset that if I had the if I had the ability to call it, oh, I'd blow this whole thing up. Well, that and that's totally fair and a conversation that you're gonna ha- that that is going to happen at the end of this year. I'm. And, and and this is where passionate uh, uh, Raider and I completely disagree. He's talking about doing it right now, and there's still five games left to, to play. They're six and six. They're not out of this thing until they are out of it. Then maybe you could start thinking about what do you have for next year. Although as I pointed out yesterday, Lincoln, Rich Basaccia, who, who who has any guarantees beyond these next five games anyway? Well, don't like, let me start on Coach Basaccia. You, you think Rich Basaccia wants to see what? Marcus Mariota can do for next no, year. No, I think Rich Basaccia, like all of them, want to win, and I think it, there's exactly. no there's no harm in trying to win. I mean, look, let's you, you when you look at what this team has done, what you look at what this team, the difference between the Cowboys game and the Washington football team. I think you would agree the Cowboys are better than the Washington football team, right? Yes. Okay. Why did why did they play at such a poor level against an uh, uh, even a more inferior inferior team than they did? And, and the defense did its part of keeping them in until they got worn down. 
But even then, there were still some mistakes. You know, I didn't agree. And, of course, everyone wants to sit there and go back to the pass interference call that wasn't called at the end of the game. Yes, the refs missed it. But I will tell you this, and it's been – the serendipity has been proven over and over again. If you have a game the week before and you complain about something like the refs, which Jerry Jones did after the Cowboys game, you're not going to get a lot of those calls the next time because now the refs are under a microscope. And they missed a blatant call. But when I saw it from where the back judge made the mistake is he did not stay on top of Isaiah Jones. He was behind him. So his when he, his vantage point, he didn't see that show that that jersey tug. Because right, the guy right. did it, and he was his body was. You can't was in front leave of him. things up to the no, referees. No, anyway. you can't. You can't it leave should, it up. It to, shouldn't come to that. No, exactly. That's why it shouldn't come up. It shouldn't have come down to Trayvon Morag not making the interception. Um, you know, there were too many other chances earlier in the game for the Raiders to take control of that game where it didn't come down uh, to that. It's just the whole thing, whether it needs to be completely blown up or parts of it blown up or uh, we'll see where, but, but I just think that right now, and I still believe this Lincoln, Derek Carr gives the Raiders the best chance to win the next, you know, as many games as they need to win to make the playoffs. And I don't, I'm not sitting here saying that that's going to happen, but I think that he gives them a better chance than Marcus Mariota, even though, and I've been the guy that's been saying this since we've been doing the show. He needs to play situationally. There, there has to be more packages for him situa- situationally to win certain um, situations that they're not doing very well at. Third downs, third and shorts, that, that sort of thing. I think he does give them a good opportunity because they can't run the ball. So you add a running element to, to that equation that at least a team's going to have to respond or respect a little bit more because obviously Derek Carr. Vinny, what was, what was Derek Carr's uh, QBR in the, in the Cowboy game? Uh, I'd have to go. We well, have to go. Look yeah, at we, it. yeah, we'll do some phone calls. But I mean, the QBR thirty three point one out of the Washington team is yeah. No, it was it was terrible. It I mean, was terrible. that's just. I mean, you 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 can't have that. And <sighs> it's so frustrating. It I, is. I, I, I drank my water. I'm calm down. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> no, we don't want blood, you calm. No, I'm took my blood we pressure medicine. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit more rational. I'm not gonna be as heated right now. We're but, gonna go back okay. out to the Raider Nation listener line and keep it nice and calm. There we go. Uh, for a minute or two at least. Uh, Raider Earn is on the line. Raider Earn, wh- how you doing, my friend? Vinny Bong, Ramalama Ding Dong, man. <laughs> I love it. I, he, he, hey, you know how many times I had to explain to my then young kids what Vinny Bong is supposed to mean? Dad, <laughs> why does he call you Vinny Bong? <laughs> yeah. I think they know hey, now, man. though. <laughs> I'm an old school Raider fan since about 82, and I'm going to say three things. Location, location, location. All right? Listen, I just, I just, I'm just recovering from the weekend. I spent the weekend in Vegas, went to the game, first game for me at Allegiant Stadium. I know, I know JT the Brick is adamant that this is not true, but Vegas is part of the problem. The slow start. There are young men that love to drink on this team, and we know that. And No, I'm not going to let him just throw allegations what, like that. What, like, what, what, did, what was, what? Uh, nah, shutting that down. What was, what was Raider, yeah, Raider Earn, uh, yeah, I, um, be careful with, with all that. We don't know. The, 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 the players stay at, uh, at a, at the at, at, together, at, yeah. yeah, at a, at a local hotel, uh, the night before games. So I don't think that, um, you know, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to go there. And I don't think, Whatever you know, you talk that, to these guys a lot more than I do, so I don't know where his point was, what he was trying to go. And, and, and but he was trying to say that Las, I think that 
being in Las, Las Vegas. Las Vegas is the problem. Is the point that he's getting at? He's that like sluggish oh, hey. starts because they're in Las Vegas and they're having. I, I don't. I don't believe that to be the case. Because if that was the case, what, you know, uh, then then that doesn't explain the success that they have in the second quarter, in the third quarter, in the fourth. It's just they're just they don't come out with the proper mindset, the proper urgency. It might be game planning, um, the play calling, the play sheet. I do think John Gruden could have helped a little bit uh, in that regard, at least this year. Um, So, uh, you know, I'm not going to put it on that. I'm not going to put it on that. And uh, I'm not one of those guys that likes to even – you know, speculate on, on stuff like that. So I, I do know that they're holed up together, right? Yeah, like, yeah at, at, hotel, at the Eminem Resort. And you don't, here's the thing. You, I know we had one terrible tragedy already this season, but you don't see, at least I haven't. I don't live in Vegas, but I don't see a lot of news headlines of Raiders being arrested or drunk no. driving or stuff like that. You know, we had one unfortunate, so there's no doubt about it. But, uh, you know, you don't see a lot of guys in the news. And I think that, and I, just from the guys that I know and I've seen around the M, they're not out to hang out. Look, you can get in trouble in any city. Right. And trust me, I was in Oakland and I got in trouble. So you know, yeah. it's not. It's not about. It's not about being in Vegas. It's, it's not. I'm not going to give them an excuse. No. And look for for the, for those Oakland faithful. I love you guys. All right. I I I gave my heart and soul to that city for as long as I possibly could. And I love the fan base. And I love being in. And it was definitely different being in Oakland versus anywhere else. However, Oakland didn't get it done. Let it go. Not only did Oakland not get it done, it's not like the Raiders were success all that successful these last, you know, what since you guys went to the since two thousand two. They yeah. haven't they so haven't won on. the division it's not, since two thousand two. It's not about location. It's not about location. It's about talent. It's about you know. Uh, I, I mean, and, and there were some inexplicable things out of the blue, crazy things that nobody could have predicted, prepared for. Um, you know uh, that happened this year. And that all contributes, uh, you know, to, to things a, as well. The identity of this team has changed, has been changed so many times. When you think about, you know, where they were at, at training camp when you first started reporting on them, right? Where they were projected to be, the starters they were supposed to have in place, the people they were supposed to have in place. Then you talk about the coaching change. Then you talk about, you know, the tragedy with the with the Henry Ruggs. Then you talk about all the other things that have that have just. Bom- this organization this season, not to mention the notable names that left within the administration. Mark Bedane, he had a big part and he played a big part in things the way things were run. A legion has turned into a landmark. I've seen it every week. People make their way to Vegas because they want to see the stadium. The pandemic kept everybody cooped up. They want to get out. They want to go to Vegas. They want to enjoy it. So I don't mind if season ticket holders or ticket hold, Raider ticket holders Lincoln. want to give up their seats. Sorry to interrupt you, but you were in Dallas. Yeah. How many Raider fans were in that Raider stadium? Raider Nation travels well. I mean, it's part of it. And we we expect that as a Raider Nation because we've seen it time and time again. You have Raider fans who are, fa- who are, who are upset that there are so many opposing jerseys. Well, it's a new stadium. Everyone likes new stuff. Not only that, but <laughs> just get over the fact that People like to come to Las Vegas. Right. Uh, you know, nothing against Oakland. I'm not, you know, it's not personal. But not everybody was making it a point to go out to see their team in Oakland. It just, they, but in Las Vegas, especially early on when, te- when you know, for the first opportunity, I've talked to so many fans from other teams, even reporters that cover other teams. Man, I'm so fired up about coming out to Vegas to see what it looks like, Certainly. to see what it's all about. Certainly. And so you have to expect that. And we've talked about this before, Lincoln. If you don't want the opponent, fans to take over when exactly when don't give them anything yeah. to cheer for let them 
Enjoy their weekend in Las Vegas. Enjoy the game. Go home with a loss, but be quiet during the game because we're not going to give you anything to uh, celebrate about. Yeah, there's a lot of times where the fan base absolutely has to be smarter, and and, and it's frustrating when your offense is driving, and we've got Raider Nation fans who are cheering and crying. No, shut up. <laughs> offense at work. Damn, learn the, learn the game. It's, that's, that's, that's That's another frustrating thing. I should not have to see Derek Carr waving his arms down. Damn it, Derek, call the play and make it like it's a loud stadium, but at the same point, fans at home, shut up. Don't make it hard for them. So, you know, there, I am at a point where I understand there's been a lot of frustration by the Raider Nation over the vaccine. Vaccine mandate. It is what it is. Get over it. You know what? The, the the fact that the, the team has moved from Oakland to Vegas. It is what it is. Get over right. it. I mean, these are all little things that have nothing to do with the play on the field. Exactly. In my that's what the focus should that, be. That's on. exactly right. how to get that fixed in a way that they can get to November. They can get to December in a better standing, a better prepared uh, to deal with winning time. Chick Hearn used to always call it late in the game, winning time. It's winning time. And right now, and for the last couple of years, including this year, the Raiders have just had a difficult time dealing with the most important part of the schedule. And trying to get that fixed is going to be a challenge. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy, brought to you by Tequila and Bajador. It's Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM on a Tuesday. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Now back to your hosts, Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. We got uh, Daryl is on the line. How you doing, Daryl? What's happening, man? We're good. We're good. Hey, a couple of things I want to know. What's up with all these sideways passes? We got to throw the ball down the field, okay? And I know it starts with the quarterback. We got to get the ball down the field. I can't believe all these sideways passes I'm seeing. It's just ridiculous. Uh, if I if I could just throw out a um, a theory on that, Lincoln, they can't run the ball. All right, so they're they're trying to manufacture something that is going to bring those safeties up a little bit closer. Lincoln said it. They they they're they're running a two deep safety situation um, uh, scheme that says we're not going to let you beat us long. So how do you do that? How do you get them out of that, Lincoln? You run the ball to try to make them honor the run game, bring a safety that's a little bit you know comes a little closer to the line of scrimmage. If that's not ha- if you're not able to run the ball, then you try to do some short things to try to you yeah. Know, you can use and, and they've used the the pass as the run, but you know right. the sideways pass. That's what they're doing. The yeah, and and I think that's what they were trying to do with the two backs that they they had when they had Kane and. Drake and Josh Jacobs in it at the same time. They were trying to get them isolated on a linebacker to take advantage of them. However, um, and, and but there's still times where you have to once you see that the, the the defense is starting to pay attention to what you're doing. Even though there were times where I said, you know, they, uh, even on the broadcast, um, you know, I, I didn't understand Derek's logic for wanting to go here or just getting first down. Maybe he just wanted to take. The team get first downs, build confidence that way, rather than taking shots because there were some missed opportunities down the field. Yeah, you have to keep a defense honest by taking those shots down the field. You do, you do. You know? uh, and it, it might have been, you know, we talked about it during the break. It might have been that Deshaun Jackson was hurt because he had less plays. Twenty-one plays case, compared than, to forty-one. Okay, but then at the same point, you know, you, you you have to try to take a chance on Zay Jones, or you have to take a chance on someone else. You know, you can't just be you, you fixated on Hunter Renfro without Darren Waller in there. Let me ask you something, uh, Lincoln. How much of frustration and anger and questioning the play calls comes down to just they didn't execute? If if those passes go Most for the six yards for the first down, everyone's, yes, that's a great call against that defense. So 
I get the anger over, uh, you know, uh, in retrospect, of course you're mad because the play didn't work. Right. But that doesn't mean it was a bad play call. It wasn't executed properly. And that's where I'm kind of going, getting, getting to, like, at some point you got to put it on the players for not executing. The execution is a big part of it, especially when you're trying to take advantage of one-on-one matchups. Yeah. Because you're, there, are, there are times where you want to get, you know, your player in space versus the defender uh, with with a one-on-one matchup and see where what they can do. Make a move and be able to create a big play. Yard when you need five, six yards. Yeah. Right. But at the same point, you know, you got to give those other guys credit too because they were making tackles. They were making they plays. Did. They yes. were in, in open field. And so there's a, there's a, there comes a time where you can only do the same thing so many times and not get winning results or, or, or you know, reputable results where you have to turn around and say, you know what, we got to do something else. Right. And they did. They in the in the second half they got away from. And why the, does it take to the second half? Uh, well, I I think <laughs> I think the reason for that is it wasn't working in the first half, and then they had to punt it, and they would get the. They didn't have many possessions in the first half. There were a cut. There were two two possessions that I remember that they were. That, that's what they were trying to do. It didn't work. They had to punt, and then you know, uh, uh, getting the ball back. They they ended up getting the ball back in the uh, late in the first half. To go kick a field goal, they should have gotten away with a touchdown uh, in, in, on that drive, but they didn't. So it started working toward the end of the first half. But it's just between the slow starts, between the inability to to cash in more times with touchdowns rather than field goals when you get on the other side uh, of the fifty and certainly into the red zone, it's 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 frustrating and yeah. it's and it's inexcusable. Really, they have to get it fixed, uh, but. Here, as where I sit, Lincoln, I don't know where all the blame lies. Is it the quarterback? Is it the offensive line? Is it lack of execution? Is it play calling? Is it all yes. of above? Yes, right? all above. All, it is all of above. Yes, yeah. And and it, and it comes down to a point where if you're Greg Olson, you know what you have in the quarterback's ability. You know what he's capable of. You've seen him. You sit down with him. And you give you you. This is where your psychology breaks into it, Vinny. You come to Derek Carr and you say, "Look, what do you like to do against this team? Let's look at the film that we saw last the, what game. See how they played us. What do you think we should do? Who do you like to go to? It can't just be Hunter Renfro Center. It can't just be well. Do, do I get Darren Waller back? Because we've seen how Derek can become fixated on one or two of those guys. I got a question for you. Is Kirk? Uh, let's swap. Derek for Kirk Cousins, does it change? No. Um, let's swap him for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Does it change? No. Uh, let's Baker Mayfield. Does it change? No. Then why would it? Then why does anyone expect it to change with Marcus Mariota? Because, because all you're all you're trying to do is create a spark. Maybe here's the thing, and 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 this this is my logic towards it when it comes to it. You, you know when Derek got hurt last year against the Chargers and he hurt his groin, I watched him on the sideline in a sweatsuit. Watch Mariota. Almost beat the Chargers in the Legion Stadium. Right. Okay. Um, and Mariota did it with, you know, running the ball, running hard, trying to truck people over. You know, I, I, I get it. Marcus Mariota is not the most accurate quarterback out there. He's got limitations. I get it. I'm not saying that this is something that forever you should go to. All I'm saying is that from what I've witnessed when he's played significant snaps the following week, Derek has showed a lot more vigor and, and, and attention and energy. And when we were critical, I give of, you that. And when we were critical of Derek after the Cincinnati game, he went out the next week and showed a lot more vigor, attention, intensity, and, and energy in the Dallas game. And then all of a sudden, he wets himself against the Washington football team. 
You know, and and in 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 a, in a way where his his quarterback rating is what what thirty three, the week before it was almost eighty, now it's thirty three. And I'm not blaming it all on Derek. I'm not blaming the, the, the offensive line, the play calling. So I go back to my original point. Greg Olson has to come to him and say, what do you like to do against this team? And you have to build a game plan around that. Don't try to get overly creative. Build a game plan around that because now you know what you can do or what you can do. Well, can we do five-step drops? Uh, that pass rush got to us last time right. on the offensive line. I don't know if we can do that. We can't keep max protection because we got to send people out to stretch out the defense. But let's find out how Sorensen's in covered, coverage for the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's find out what they're doing with him because they, they've masked him. They've covered him up. Because they know he's a liability. Let's find out where Tyrone Matthews is in certain formations. Is he covering somebody? Let's go after him. Take advantage of matchups. Don't just look out there and see Darren Waller line way uh, wide left and see that he's got one-on-one coverage with a single high safety and throw a 50-50 ball. No, that's not offense. That's just taking a, that's taking a shot. But that's not offense. You got to be more creative. You got to in the sense where you have to go after the weaknesses of the defenses that you're facing. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to take the inside wham play that the Raiders, their bread and butter play, they're going to take it away. They've taken it away the last three times they played, two times they played them. So, you know, this is not going to be one of those things that you're going to do. And now you're going to have to figure out if it's bringing an extra lineman, if you're going to force it, you're going to have to force those two, three, Four-yard catches, I mean, to four-yard runs, hopefully, to get those first downs, just force it down the throat, come out with an intensity, fire your guys up to make them more successful. Uh, and, and, and right now, that falls on coaching. So there are a lot of intangibles that are going into this where you want to push the meter of this team going forward for these remaining games. By the way, when you bring in Jackson Barton and they announce him as eligible, he ain't eligible. Oh, you, I mean, he, he, had, he had to announce him as no, eligible. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. But what, the point is, for it takes out another wide receiver, out well, of, out mean, another target. Yeah, out of, again, that's him. because you don't have a good blocking tight end. Right. I, I know. Yeah. You know? Behind, I mean, right. And and in this particular case, um, it wasn't even. It wouldn't even been your second string tight end. It would have been your third string tight end because Foster had to go replace Darren Waller. Foster yeah. was on the field on yeah. a couple of those yeah. uh, those those plays. Is that he was he was playing Waller's position and who whoever was behind is behind Foster. Obviously, the Raiders didn't have a whole lot of confidence yeah. in holding down the well, fort. He's young, isn't that the one from Boise State? Is yeah. That, yeah. Uh, BYU. BYU. I'm sorry, uh, um, but he's young. You know, I don't have my notes in front of me with some of these young guys. Look, when when Darren Waller went down, that was a big blow to the offense. That was there's no doubt about it. But it was very similar um, to the week before with the, the the Cowboys when they didn't have two of their star receivers. How they try to have to make make ways uh, with it. You have to know who you have. Uh, available to you, you have to know what their capability is. If this team is beat up, uh, if if Deshaun Jackson was slowed by uh, a, a uh, an ankle or whatever, then you know yeah it was a ca- it was a calf injury. A calf injury. Then you have to make you have to make it a point to try Zay to go to, <laughs> yeah. to, to open up with Zay. I mean, you have to you know what I'm saying. You you got to find a way to, to to call some plays specifically for Brian Edwards. I mean, here's a guy who wants to play and he wants to you know Drop make the catches. Ball. He dropped the ball. It was you know, it, and there's no excuse for that. But the same point, you know, go back to him. You know, yeah. give him confidence. Go back to him. Get get another play for him. If they take that away, somebody's going to be open. And and you have to take the part where you're stretching, whether it's you know getting rollouts. That same little bootleg that they call all the time. The defenses are aware of it. They're aware of formation. And every time Derek has called it the, for the last couple of games, there's been somebody in his face where he has to throw the ball, and get away real quick. Right. Yeah, when Derek takes off um, one way or the other, you know, out of the pocket, it's just it's generally not it's painful to watch. Yeah, now <laughs> there's been a couple of times where he's broken it off and run, yeah. you know, for yeah. for some yards, but typically it ends up with him throwing the ball out of bounds. So yeah. it, it, it turns out to be a, a wasted play. Um, 
Yeah, and it's just there's 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 no easy answers right now. I did not expect offense to be such an issue this year. And we go all the way back to, you know, the decisions that the Raiders made kind of had to make right. with the offensive line trading away Rodney Hudson, trading away Gabe Jackson. Um, for money purposes, you know, if the salary cap goes up the way it normally does, that's probably a decision they don't have to make this year. And this offensive line looks a whole lot different. But you know, there was a, there was one play in particular where Brandon Parker and Alex Leatherwood were um, isolated on the defensive tackle, defensive end. The defensive end actually came around Leatherwood on a stunt and made the sack on Derek when it was a, a critical situation. And, and you know, I, I go back to that because there's got to be, and it, and it's it's something that plagues me as a commentator when I watch it. There is not enough situation awareness on football teams these days. People don't explain to these guys. Look, they're going to run games. They're going to run stunts. So there's no reason for Leatherwood to try to lock up with the defensive tackle to not be able to pass off a stunt. And Brandon Parker, there's no reason why you're on a different level where you're firing out. If anything, you set back. So when you see that guy go inside, you're pushing your guard over, yelling inside, taking over the defensive tackle so he can get the defensive end, and you don't have to worry about the interior getting pushed and giving up a sack. But you don't see that. And I've seen that mistake happen time and time again. And, again, that's what's so frustrating. And that's why I made the comments I made earlier in the show. You know, They're not a very good team. And the same stupid mistakes that have happened over and over again, they continue to do. Well, um, if you don't think that they're a good team, which I think they're 6-6 six and six record, you are, what you, you are what you are. Average. Um, maybe when we come back or uh, probably after the next segment, after we talk to uh, Dr. Odell, um, we'll talk about – what do you do to get better? I think, I, I, frankly, Lincoln, I think I think it starts on the uh, – you have to improve that offensive line. No doubt. Straight out. And we'll see what happens with the quarterback. Um, although, if you, if, you, if you have a little package play where maybe you can bring in a wide receiver from Green Bay who's a really good friend of Derek's, fix the offensive line, whether it's through free agency and through the draft, uh, maybe that helps. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that's after the season, right? Of course. We're talking about finishing the season, right? That's, and to me, see, Derek Carr gives you're you the best to, chance you're to trying win to, right trying to make me just be saying, nice. Just saying, just saying. You're in the huddle of any monster, <laughs> Lincoln Kennedy, brought to you by Tequila Embajador, Raider Nation Radio, 9, 920 a.m. on a Tuesday.